0: Do I need to tell you? I think you do. Uh, it, it's probably for the best, really.
1: It's it's part of our charm now.
0: So do we stop and do it again? Like No, no. no. Is it, just, is it like, is nobody's it like listening.
1: Minute... It's fine.
0: Okay. 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 I go. wasn't sure if it was like that it's minute silence thing where if someone speaks, do you have... No. Okay, good. Okay. And go. Well, I can't go now. You just said something, so you went Uh, first. All right. Mm. (laughs) Well, now I'm very confused. We've now been going for 38 seconds and it said nothing of value.
1: (laughs) Which is ironic because most of us go for anywhere from an hour to two and a bit without us saying anything.
0: Nothing of value. Yeah, Yeah, agreed.
1: Hello. Okay. Let's get into this. You are listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong based gaming podcast where we play some games. Uh, this is episode, I don't really give a fuck anymore what number it is because now I'm all confused.
0: So it's been two weeks. It's, it. We are so on the ball, We're which back is an no appropriate term. Um,. <laughs> Let's not let's not go set expectations too high.
1: That's it. Are we talking about balls now? Are we?
0: That's think. Well, what else have we got to talk about, really? <laughs> oh
1: dear. Um, finally, yes. sponsorship. Sp- finally, sponsorship. So, uh, yeah, look, we've hit the big time. Like we've had people reaching out to us for sponsors, uh, sponsorship, and they want us, and they want us bad. I mean, and- fair. Wow. It is. it, and, and somewhat appropriate, given the topic of the uh, said sponsorship. So, uh, would you like to introduce this, seeing as this is all you?
0: It, it really was. So, I mean, effectively, I, in my innocence, opened the, the Instagram account for the podcast, which I have the keys to, which is a ridiculous idea anyway. <laughs> um. And, you know, I had the usual, you know, you've got a new follower and a couple of people have liked to post and you should totally follow this person that you don't know and all that fun. And you've got a message. And I went, Wait, what do you mean a message? Can you say messages on Instagram? Does Instagram have messages? Apparently it has messages. Anyway.
1: It does. That's pretty much mostly what I use it for.
0: Oh, see, no, I, I use the the Facebook Messenger app. I don't even get notifications when I get messages on Instagram, so I didn't know this was a thing until I opened the app and it came up with a little red dot on a bit that I don't normally touch. Um, heads up, if it has red dots on it, probably don't touch it. Anyway, <laughs> so.
1: Especially I, given the uh, topic on hand.
0: Well, and so I opened this message, and this message had uh, an image of an Instagram account with a lot of tennis balls on it and a cactus. All right, cool story Um, from somebody I've never heard before and likely doesn't exist. Um, And it reads thusly, big time people, you ready for this? Hello, I work with at Smooth My Balls. They are looking for podcasters and content creators to work with them. They will send out a review unit. And give you a special code to share on social media where you can earn up to forty five dollars with a dollar sign after the forty-five, which hurts me in every way, every time it is used. Please message at smooth My Balls ASAP to get started. ASAP. So we're gonna go with this. Also I've messaged I've messaged at Smooth My Balls as, <laughs> as the has. correct thing. <laughs> and I, I just sent them a screenshot of the image uh, the message I'd received. And I said, I have one podcast, two hosts, and I assume four balls between us. I'm yet to hear back.
1: The maths works out. Yeah. Generally. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. But until then, I'm just going to assume that this is real and legitimate and just go on the record and say that this episode, episode 20... Episode 4, Season 2, whatever you want to call it, is proudly presented
0: by Smooth My Balls. But the silkiest sacks. Oh, yeah. Oh. If, if you need a velvety undercarriage, S- you need Smooth My Balls. And Smooth My Balls needs you.
1: Um, That's the quality that we get and that we can provide. So, uh, by all means, Smooth My Balls. Touch my pubes. Whatever your the name of your company is, please reach out,
0: and we will reach back.
1: <laughs> How anyway, did you
0: say that without the word around in it. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to be a little bit professional.
0: The important thing here is I'm really hoping we get samples. <laughs>
1: I just want to see what the fuck they said.
0: <laughs>
1: oh dear! I listen to a lot of um, Kevin Smith podcasts. And the amount of those that are sponsored by manscaped.com and places like that, I'm like, oh dear. Uh, shall we? We shall. Okay, cool. Uh, in the last two weeks, how much hobby have you done?
0: Look, some. Um, I have done at least one night's worth of hobby for each week Excellent. that we have not recorded. You're not, um, the important part here is how scaped my undercarriage is. Um,
1: <laughs> There's just um, going to be ball jokes all the way through this. Isn't I it?
0: can't not do it now. I'm it's, it's so the excited. Perfect episode to do it on too. Anyway, um, as far as hobby goes, a few things have happened. Um, if we go through the less productive sounding things first, um, I in a, a Possibly futile, definitely, you know, ill-advised attempt to to reinvigorate date night. Um, we decided that, you know, movie, dinner, all those things, but we have children, so we can't go out and do those things. So we'll do them at home. Um, so ordered some some curry, got that in. Happy days. Got some desserts. Parked it on the couch, um, knowing full well that Mortal Combat was had been released. <laughs> um the, the the latest version, the twenty twenty one version of, of Mortal Kombat, had been released and was streaming. And then I realized that it was only streaming in countries other than Australia. Of course. So I restarted my VPN subscription.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've done the Australian
0: thing. I, I I've done the Canadian thing. Ooh, Canadian thing. Well, cause the issue was, is the American one wanted to put you in it. like, you needed an American credit card, which doesn't work, mm-hmm. but if you use YouTube, they let you link it to a PayPal and it didn't matter. Anywho, or they just didn't check my credit card. One of those two, but either way. So I watched a Canadian version of Mortal Kombat, which was infinitely more polite than no. <laughs> the content was the same. They didn't even put accents on it. It was a little bit sad. Um, Fatality. Sorry. It was it was legitimately a movie I was all kinds of excited for. Like I can't remember when the first what the year the first one came out. What it it's an institution. Mm-hmm. Like that series of games was amazing. It it kind of defined my early video game experience. Um the second one we won't speak about. And I'd read a lot of articles, kind of leading up to this one, about how it needed to have an R rating to actually be a, a worthwhile movie. That it actually had to stand up as a martial arts movie. You know, they were, they were pushing a lot of this kind of stuff mm-hmm. to say that the the director was actually making a serious movie that happened to be Mortal Kombat. Not that they were making another dodgy '90s era Mortal Kombat movie. The trailers looked good. They did. The, the Previews looked good, everything looked good, so with much excitement and expectation I sat my ass down and I watched.
1: And was that the issue?
0: I probably. Look, let's not call it a good movie, because that would be doing everything a disservice. Um but I, was I... it fun? Look, I clearly had expectations that were set well above what the movie could possibly deliver. Its mouth was writing checks that its ability to entertain could not cash. Um, There was some amazing moments. It is worth watching for that alone. Like there is some really uh, amazing, and I won't go into them because I don't want to spoil anything, but there were just moments. And then there was a lot of story that didn't involve people like tearing each other's heads off and stuff. And that was not what I was there to watch because it was look, look, they're not good actors. It's not a particularly good script. It's a convoluted storyline in the video game that was never going to translate. So you just had to take the simple thing of going, all right, let's put some dudes in a room and let them fight it out. Um, And I've heard,
1: is it true? There's no actual tournament.
0: There is no tournament. So... uh, look, let's just put a really quick spoiler alert. I don't think it's a spoiler, but just in case people are really desperate to to not have plot points spoiled by this movie. In the usual sense that's the, you know, they've lost nine, if they lose this one, Earthrealm gets taken over type deal, right? Yep. In the usual sense that we've always seen, Shang Tsung doesn't actually want to go to a fair tournament where there is a chance that he is losing, so he wants to win via the underhanded shady way. Cool story. We all expect it. So he basically tries to kill all of the champions before the tournament. Seems fair. They lock themselves in a room, effectively. Um, like a panic then, room? Pretty much. Okay. It's, it, it's it's a panic room made of lightning, but it's a panic Was room. Is Jodie Foster there? No, but I feel like the, okay. new Sony, the new Sonya Blade could pass off as a... anyway. Um, and then in the the somebody has an absolutely brilliant moment where they go wait Raiden you can teleport and you can teleport other people so why don't we just make them fight us one on one and you teleport me and some other and one of the bad guys to a place and we'll have a tournament but it won't actually be the tournament <laughs> but we'll be the only ones there so it's a fair fight that was, okay. that was that's pretty much the, the crux of it and they get to that bit right at the end, and eventually do some some fighting and stuff. But there's a whole lot of stuff in the middle that really didn't need to be there. Fair
1: enough. It's it's on my list. It will, I will get to it.
0: Look, because watch it.
1: I need to get to it. I mean, I know that Christopher Lambert isn't in this one. Disappointing,
0: which is a shame. But yeah, it's definitely something that that is on my list. Yeah, look, there there are some amazing moments. I really like the the Scorpion arc. I really dislike the – like, for me, growing up, the Scorpion Sub-Zero feud was the most probably evenly matched across the thing, and they talk Scorpion up to be this amazing ninja, Mm -hmm. and it's great, and he just doesn't live up to expectations. Like, stop getting your ass kicked. Um So the correct way to go into this is not the way that I went into it. You go in it with zero expectation. You expect it to be like a Michael Bay movie where you switch your brain off and you watch giant robots punch each other. Um, And it's probably fun. I really put too much into hoping that it would actually be a decent martial arts movie and not a better version of the original
1: See, I've gotten used to that whole low expectation thing, um, usually because it's, it's usually a bit of time before I see something that a lot of other people have seen. <laughs> so I've gone into movies such as Batman v Superman, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. um, and had very low expectations and walked out going, yeah, okay, that wasn't too I bad.
0: Mean, I, I did that with Suicide Squad as an example. Like when in there going, Oh, I'm aware everybody that, hates it.
1: I am very aware that we're
0: just naming DC films here. Yes. Well, cause I, I walked into Iron Man two not knowing what I was getting and I got what Iron Man two <laughs> and then three. Um that yeah. was unnecessary for everybody. <laughs> um cool. But yeah, so I mean to give you a standard, we finished it. We turned it off, we turned the TV off, and my wife, who clearly is used to having lower expectations, um, turned to me and said, well, that was the best Mortal Kombat movie yet.
1: That's, that's
0: legitimate. That is the bar. (laughs) Um, as I said, I I just went in with too, too high hope that they were actually going to treat it seriously. Um. The other thing, I and I literally started watching this last night, so I won't do too much of a thing, but Jupiter's Legacy, which is the Netflix series based on the, oh God, what's his name? Miller? Mark Miller? No. Frank Miller? That one. Um, comic series, I believe. Yep. Um, okay. Around grumpy old superheroes and their pain in the ass kids who have to take on the, the legacy of the grumpy old superheroes that they will never fulfill. And they're all angsty and teenage and stuff. Um, Look, one episode down, not bad. Interesting, interesting points. You know, they're, they're doing the whole, like they've got their Superman version. um, And he's clearly a a jaded old man who's no one's good enough for. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's that whole piece about even the bad guys are people. So we don't kill them. And we still have to do the right thing. And having that really rigid set of rules that were in place, so we just follow the rules because the rules are important. Um, challenged by another generation, interesting concept. Um, you know, there's an interesting piece of dialogue in the, the first episode where they start talking about we could have killed Hitler. Like, like, think about what we could have done. And, you know, he makes makes some good points and, and this is the bit where I'm a little bit interested to see what happens, right? Because he actually makes some good points to go, Yeah, but if we do that, then we get involved in Vietnam and we get involved in Korea and then all of a sudden we are a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Whatever we say goes, this becomes a global policy setting thing. Um so we effectively can't get involved. We can try and inspire and we can try and encourage people to do the right thing, but ultimately we have to stand at arm's distance to humanity. So, you know, that as a concept is really cool. I'm really interested. Um, I hope it doesn't just get lost in angsty teenagers. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I said, one episode in looking, looking promising. Um, That was the most sort of other exciting stuff that I did actual hobby things that involved me being vaguely productive. Um, I redid my Hobby Homies autumn competition entry. Yep. Um, So this was after back of, I think it was the last episode where I said I started a thing, I had a brilliant idea and then I fucked it royally. Um, So I went in a slightly different direction Um, and there was an episode there where Fox was saying that, you know the idea is to paint something in mainly autumn colours, so your, your orange, yellow, brown. Yeah, but don't don't just paint it in orange, yellow, brown because it'll probably look shit. And I went that that sounds to me like a challenge. <laughs> so what if I only use those colours and see what comes up? So that that's kind of where I've headed. Um, in true form, she needs a base. Yep. That's that's what I have left to do there. That's a thing. That's swear I didn't used to be. Um, And knowing full well that I was going to have to say that in this episode, the other thing I did on the other single night that I managed to get some hobby done was bases for stuff. Not that piece, different pieces that I haven't painted yet. So there's still everything that I said I've painted that's finished that doesn't have a base is still finished without a base. But now I have stuff that I haven't painted that has a base. So when I paint it, it will be finished with a
1: base. So it's all kind of 50-50 for you. Yeah.
0: Moose said that. Because he, he was giving me grief. I showed him a picture of something I'd painted and he goes, yeah, but you know it's not finished because it doesn't have a base. And then I did a lot of this stuff on one of the Hobby Homies like hangouts on their Discord. Mm-hmm. And I showed a picture and I said, you know, look, I've done bases, guys. I went, yeah, but you know it's not finished because they're not painted. I'm like, Fucking nothing is good <laughs> enough for you people. Um so I now officially have bases for the Cursed City stuff mm-hmm. I put bases for and for some Lord of the Rings stuff that I really have to paint before I do other stuff because I said I would. Ugh, every time I take on what is effectively a commission, I regret taking on commissions. But anyway, I will paint those and I will get onto the stuff that I actually want to paint because there is so much stuff that I actually want to paint, but I have to paint the other thing first.
1: And you're a man of your word.
0: Sometimes. Sort of. I've got to do the hobby homies comp thing first just because that's actually got an actual end date and then yes. I'll think about it. And maybe the throw the dice trash to treasure comp that I haven't actually entered yet. But if I enter that, I'll have to also have to do that because that has an end date too. Yes. Having an end date's awesome. It gives me an excuse to do what I want. <laughs> um, that is legitimately all I have managed to to manage, master in the last couple of weeks though. Oh,
1: well, it's been two weeks. That's still an effort. You've done some hobby. You've done some bases, which is... That's hobby. That's that's a first for you this year, surely. It's got to be pretty fucking close. <laughs> um, I've done a little bit, not an awful lot, but, you know, it has only been two weeks. I, TV-wise, I finished off Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thoughts? Thoughts. Uh, it's very Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind. See, these are two characters that I'm not overly invested in mm-hmm. at all. And by the end of it, I was like, you know what, they're kind of cool. Yep. Especially right, you know, the last episode, for example, the stuff that Falcon was able to do with his costume was really impressive. Um I could have US Agent was he wasn't what I sh- thought he should be. He needed to be a bit more psycho.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for a real unhinged moment, but they keep trying to make him good fundamentally, and it's just, I don't know.
1: I don't know the character too well, but the image that I have in my head is that he was nuts. But maybe I'm thinking of Nuke. Nuke was like that, wasn't he? There was a guy with with the stars and stripes painted on his face, and I can't remember the name of that character. No, I need to... Anyway, anyway, finish that. Uh, I started on the Bad Batch, so the new Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon. Uh-huh. Which episode one got released last week? Episode two got released yesterday. I don't think I'll be back for episode two. It was. It wasn't bad. It was. It was yet another Star Wars cartoon, you of
0: know, which it, there
1: are several. Of which there are several, and they all kind of blend into one for me. So the storyline was very, that was okay, but it was somewhat predictable. Uh, The art, it was what I've seen before, so it wasn't anything new and exciting for me. So didn't mind it, but just didn't, it didn't grab me. Uh, That's probably it, TV wise. Gaming wise, I am still playing Diablo, so I've done a couple of streams where that's I've what Diablo. that is. Yes, yep. okay, cool. Um, I have hit level seventy with my necromancer, and I am at the point now where I'm just I'm feeling in bounties um, around around the world basically, but I'm on I'm on hard and I need to up the difficulty level because I literally can just walk through people and they die. Um, I don't even need to press a button at the moment, so I'm going to have to up the difficulty there a bit, but having f- fun with her, so it's good. Purchases. So...
0: Apart from all the merchandise we've received from Spin My Bowls.
1: Well, we haven't received it yet. I'm waiting on
0: it. I assume it's in the mail, though.
1: I assume so, you yeah. know. Now I've just got that image in my head, uh, so I purchased the another uh, expansion for the Funko Verse game because I'm still getting a bit of a kick out of that. So I happened to pick up the Wonder Woman expansion for that, giving me Wonder Woman and Cheetah to play around with. I have made. Uh, inroads into purchasing some Imperial Royal Guards from a friend of ours for Star Wars Legion. So that'll be more Star Wars Legion stuff to paint. And then um, some arsehole kept on pushing a Kickstarter on me.
0: Yeah, look, guys, it's just, it's not okay to spam people and, and bully them into purchases. And I think they it's need to bullying. a public it's, service announcement for the harassment received it, by this man.
1: It's flat out bullying, okay? I'm really, it really ground my gears and I was so close to just, you know, deleting this person off everything that I own. Uh, wait, that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. No oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, Jace kept on, kept on messaging me updates for this Kickstarter every day. It was like, look what else they've added. Look what else they've added. Oh, God, there's Don't only this long. Don't you want this? Quarter. Don't you want
0: that? You know how you really like this, yeah? Uh,
1: so, Marvel United was a thing. Uh, it, was. it that came out. When did that come out?
0: Ah, a while ago, because people have actually got it, so it must have been a while ago. Yeah. I That was the one I, I was i literally finger on the button multiple days in a row and didn't pull the trigger because I couldn't decide what I wasn't going to buy.
1: <laughs> Not what you were going to buy, but what you yeah. weren't. No, the problem Makes is sense. what I was
0: going to buy was well above what I would be allowed, able and should <laughs> spend on anything. So it was yeah, trying to work out what I wasn't going to buy and I couldn't decide. So that made the decision for me. Yeah,
1: and that's, I mean, that's the first thing that hit me when you kept on spamming me. So they're doing a second one and it's all X-Men based. And I, I kind of like them. <laughs> I'm a bit of an X-Men fan. So mm. you sent me the link. I'm searching through it. I'm going, okay, well, I want this one and I want this one and I want this one. And that's just way too much money. So I held off. And then the following day you messaged me again. You're like, what about this character? And I held off. And the next day you messaged me again. You're like, what about this character? And I looked at this character and the character was, it was a Kickstarter exclusive was old man Logan. And I love old man Logan. I love the storyline. The original storyline is still one of the best comics. Uh, he's available with the $300 all-in buy. And so I think I gave you some abuse back for that one.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a less than impressed <laughs> response.
1: Like, I'm not spending 300 US for old man Logan. Uh, so the next day it was, I think, the day before it finished and yeah. you, you spam me again.
0: Well, cause that added more stuff to the, the actual, like it was, it was more unlocked stuff that came free with every pledge stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So you spam me again, you put it on. It,
0: it, also, let's be clear. Easter? When you say spam, I merely advised you of an opportunity that you had the option to take and I would hate for you to miss out on should you so desire. Multiple times. Well, the op- opportunities opportunities changed, <laughs> didn't they? More details emerged. Uh, I'm just keeping you up to date. Um, yes, and then so you yeah.
1: put it on Instagram. I did, and then you messaged a friend of ours who has the
0: Marvel United game. Well, again, I feel like firsthand feedback is the most valuable kind. So yes, I got first hand
1: feedback, and my response was, "Fuck, Jace, he put you up to this." <laughs> And then I looked at it, and I looked at it, and the base set was like not overly expensive. And it came with an absolute shitload of Kickstarter exclusive models.
0: They know how to put the Kickstarter together, they eh? They really do.
1: And then, you know, favorites were being added. So there was Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, Nightcrawler, Havoc. Oh, I love Havoc. And then I looked at it properly, and I thought, well,. I don't need the Kickstarter exclusives in the expansions. Like the ones that are the Kickstarter exclusives are not the ones I'm overly after.
0: Except for old man Logan.
1: Again, <laughs> 300 US. But yes, you're it's
0: right. The old is good now, isn't it? I
1: <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, if I buy the base game, I can get the expansions later if it's if it's good. They're not Kickstarter exclusives. I can pick up the blue team, the gold team, maybe Deadpool. Uh, and then I looked at it closer and then I saw that one of the expansions was coming with it for the same price anyway. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I waited until the following day. And I had a couple hours left. And sure enough, there was another message from you. And I went ahead and I clicked.
0: In in my defense for that one, to be, to be fair, I, I think from memory that that day that it shut, I had an absolute hell day at work and hadn't actually spammed you until you sent a message. No, that was after you bought it. Disregard. Yeah. yeah. You've gone, um no messages today and i'm like oh fuck i really wanted to but i just i legitimately did not even have time to look at my phone today he's like oh well that's sad. there was a moment there where i realized i'm just like ah you you did it didn't you you bought bought the game you bought you you ate the pudding yeah Uh, yeah so
1: i did so that'll arrive sometime in the next 10 years (laughs) Uh, They're so pretty They are, they're cute
0: little models They didn't do it for this one Which I was super disappointed about But for the original Marvel one Part of the Kickstarter campaign They had a whole bunch of um, Artists painting The models so you could see Mm -hmm. painted versions of them Oh, um, That almost Tipped me any number of times
1: So what you're saying is that these models, they look great. They're amazing. If they're painted up really well by a
0: really good artist,
1: then that's much better, isn't it?
0: It was so pretty. Yeah. You're Um,
1: a good artist.
0: mm, I mean. How
1: would you like the 300 models that are coming? (laughs) You can whack them out in a month for me.
0: As long as I have to do the bases.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they come with bases, don't they? Anyway, so that, that. Happened, and You're lastly, welcome. yeah. So I got my delivery last time of the crapload of blood bowl miniatures. I've started putting some of them together. So my necro team has the two golems, the two werewolves put together, handful of sideline stuff and the whites are sort of half put together. Uh, it is like resin. So I'm super gluing. So I have super glue dried all over my hands at the moment, which is just irritating, which is why the other ones are only half put together. Uh, Painting wise, I've just been working through the Curse City stuff. So I finished off the gravestone that I'd been working on last time, started properly working on the Gravekeeper. Yeah, I know. That's much better. As long as we're aware. Jace is just showing me decent glue, not not the glue that goes
0: all over your hands. Just, yeah, I knew that was what you were going to show me. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, like, so... Like, I tell people to do it. Yeah. Get on.
1: Gravekeeper, dude, whatever his name is, I uh, did a couple of um, Twitch sessions on him, painting him up while people chatted to me which was nice so if you're keen the Twitch is still going, I'm still on there a couple of times a week Uh, twitch.tv slash thoughtlesscasualgaming but the Gravekeeper is done I'm really happy with him I, I did a nice little lava effect base on him which doesn't match the miniature at all but I don't care because I like the look of it and then today I finished off my bats for Curse City so they are done Uh, which means I've just got the dwarf character and the rat swarms to go. So little baddies.
0: Did you manage to not get any zombies?
1: I did not get any zombies.
0: Oh, you lucky bastard. Do you want a zombie?
1: (laughs) Are they bad?
0: They're not good. I don't
1: mind them. Like there's, there's half a zombie on the Gravekeeper model.
0: Yeah, and that one I don't mind, but the actual zombie models, they're all kind of hunched at 90 degrees at the waist and they have... What seems, to, I think, is the planks from their coffin, like, stuck to their backs with tree yep. roots and stuff. And they're just a little bit, like, I don't get it. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit, like, awkward. It's like an idea that's just been taken too far. And then they did it for all of them. Like, if it was one of them, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And. For all of them? Like, is this legitimately what happens to every single zombie? Anyway.
1: Apparently so. Uh, I guess the other thing to mention is that I have undercoated some models in preparation for something which we will discuss at a later point this evening. But I undercoated them today and I'm very happy. And they look cute. And I I I wanna start painting them. I really should finish Curse City guys first though.
0: But yeah, yeah, now now how do you feel having to paint something before you paint the thing you actually want to paint? <laughs> well, I
1: need I need to work out colours for the other guys anyway, so that's fine.
0: How many shades of pink do you need, anyway? Um,
1: These guys are not gonna be pink. There may be pink aspects to them. But I mean my my nobility team is all pink. So I can't really do this team pink as well. I mean, that's can talk. I? <laughs> of course, I can, but I'm not going to. Doesn't doesn't fit with the theme that I want. Anywho, that's about it for me for hobby wise. We have a couple of games
0: to talk about.
1: Uh, well, I have a couple of games,
0: sure. You have off? one, I have a game, but yeah. I have a lot to say.
1: You I know, as usual. So shall we take a break? Let's do that. Find some music and come back and talk games. Done.
0: To be fair, I was actually just giving myself a pause to, to find the gap when we stopped talking. So when oh, I tried okay. to splice in the music, there was actually a quiet bit. But, but, but your and mouth was open, you had the big We're recording. Group. Yeah, okay, cool. it, it was fun. <laughs> I, I forgot that the camera was on too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just staring at you. Uh, so, yes, games. We
1: played a game. Uh, we before we played a game, I played a couple of other games. So, Ugh. just quickly, I'll go into those a little bit. Uh, first of all, Fisty Cup is a thing. Season 4 is a thing. Still. To a degree. We're still going. So, But I got a game in against
0: Dylan. I forgot so, about that. Yes, yeah,
1: so is. Imperial Nobility versus Black Orcs. Uh, so, I won the toss and elected to receive the ball. And then I was faced with, like, two full rows of green dudes. So five black orcs and just goblins, and it was just bumper to bumper. Like, he set them out in a way that there was no no clear way through.
0: Which uh, is unusual for Dylan. Go him.
1: Yeah, look, you know, tactics were, were totally there, so it was good. Uh, eventually, I managed to push through. And, I mean, my thrower had the ball and I just m- finally managed to push a gap through and just run the, the thrower in. So turn five, managed to score. So that was 1-0. And then he had three turns, which with the goblins is definitely doable. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a troll. So there's no there was no throwing shenanigans oh, going on. Right. Uh, but they are fast enough. And it was just me placing guys in the right spot and blitzing at the right time that, that stopped him scoring in return. So uh, second half was very Dylan. And so the Orcs just punched a lot and a lot. And when you're punching a lot, eventually the punch won't go through and you'll fall on your ass. And this happened just one too many times. And I managed to get my Blitzer around his team and pick up the ball behind him because he hadn't managed to pick up the ball
0: yet. Well, he was clearly busy punching.
1: He, he was busy punching, exactly right. Uh, so I ran in with the Blitzer for a touchdown on my turn three, which meant it was 2 nil to me, which meant I had breathing room and I could afford to just relax a bit uh, his goblins managed to run a ball in on turn 14 because I just whatever I did I just couldn't get them all down there were not many injuries this game so I managed to severely injure one of his black orcs so a niggling injury and miss next game uh, did the same to a, a goblin and he injured two of my guys with no ongoing effects so, but that was it for a very punchy game they were the only injuries and so because of the sheer force of numbers of the goblins uh, they got in but then we had we had one more chance so turn 18 these i had these are my
0: favorite chances yes
1: two <laughs> blitzes within scoring range they throw ahead the ball the goblins and the black orcs ran back and surrounded these blitzers. So I did the only thing you can do in that scenario, which is go for the Hail Mary play. My thrower needed a five plus to throw the ball because it was long distance and I rolled a five. And then the blitzer needed a six plus to catch the ball in three tackle zones. Okay. And I rolled a five. And then I re-rolled and rolled a four. Oh, damn. And that was it. All I needed to, to dodge was to dodge out of those, because I only needed to make one dodge roll if he caught the ball to get away. And... Then it would have been three one, but at the end of the game, two one. Still a respectable score, especially against Black Hawks. Uh, with which I believe, in my opinion, I think the Black Hawks are probably a sturdier, stronger team than the Nobility.
0: That was that was my next question: How the the Black Orcs and the Nobility stack up as the two new players? Yeah, look,
1: um, I don't think Dylan used grab an awful lot. And I think the grab fend thing is not fend it doesn't really help too much if they're just grabbing you and putting you in a spot. Sure, they can't follow up, but they can still stick you. But right they put next you to them.
0: wherever they want it to be. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Uh so the stand firm definitely came in handy on my blockers. I was making sure that the blockers were right in there, you know, being hit but preventing people from following up. Overall, it was, I mean, yeah, it was a good game. Definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I think the Blackhawks are a stronger team on paper. Mm -hmm. And I think I got a bit lucky, especially with that, uh, with the Goblin failing to try to pick up the ball. Yeah. 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 On that, that turn... Turn three. No, it was turn it was my turn two that I got around and I managed to get a blitzer next to the ball and then blitz the goblin from the other direction. So I
0: mean it yeah. is fundamentally the challenge with any of those teams that have a real difference in strength between mm-hmm. player types. Yep. I mean and goblins are the the obvious choice there because you know on the orc team, on the black orc team. Like they they stand out as the you just yeah. play
1: it's strength four versus strength
0: two. You just so, play whack-a-mole. Yeah.
1: The idea if you're playing a black or team is to just take out the goblins and then run around the black orcs.
0: Yeah. all well, they can't but, touch the all then, but
1: Yeah. If you can't take out the goblins, like I couldn't <laughs> for whatever reason, there were not many not many armour values going through at all, really. There are I think I had one or two guys knocked out the whole game and anything really that went through was a stun for probably both our teams. So, But good game, game three done, ready for game four. I just need Chris to play his game three because I'll be up against him next.
0: Yep. And he's game three? Skaven. Yes, okay. Yeah. So they're so free to play now.
1: They so- are. Yep. So the uh, Skaven halfling game did not eventuate. So we've we've done a mutual uh, forfeit on that one. So we are all set. You are set to go against the halflings mm-hmm. as soon as you can get organised, if possible. And Chris will play Skaven, and then Chris and I will get that game in pretty quickly after he does that. I would say.
0: I would expect so. Yeah.
1: Fine. Yeah, so on the way, on the way. A couple more games, that's all we need to get through, and then we can look at season five, per se. Uh, other than that, I did have a night when I played a couple of games of the Funko first game. Yes. Yeah, a couple of quick intro games to uh, introduce a new player. And so we're just using two characters each. The first one we did uh, was Black Widow and um, Catwoman against Joker
0: and Darkwing Duck. Which is the clearly logical...
1: Clearly. Which one did I play? I think it's obvious too. Uh, We played Flags. So... First to six points, because you're using two characters. The end result was six to five in my favour. Uh, there was only one person knocked out the whole game, so it was a lot of running around chasing after flags. Uh, the second game was Black Widow Catwoman versus Joker and Alice from Alice in Wonderland.
0: Of course. Also, yeah. I mean, a, a more logical, I would say.
1: More logical, plus uh, I decided that we were going to play the croquet version so you get points for knocking your opponents out you get points for the little objective tokens that are on the field and you also get points for knocking your hedgehog through the card guards that are stacked up like croquet hoops
0: this is amazing
1: it was so much fun. Um, end result there was six to five, not in my favour. So it was a nice even sort of game. Yeah. Both both games very very close and yeah, reasonably quick to play too. So, which is always good. And I, I stand by my my statement in that Funkoverse is a really good way to get somebody into war gaming because there, a lot of the scenarios. And uh, the, there's the dice, there's the scenarios; it's all very Warhammer light.
0: Yes, it's, and it's, it's that piece where I mean, there are models, there is objectives; they are they change like it's. There's so many of those just little interactions and, mm-hmm. and things like that where you're just like there's enough of it to go. This is kind of the the very tip of the iceberg.
1: Yes, it's the gateway drug let's call cool.
0: it anyway that's that's what i'm trying to use it as anyway it, it is always really nice just to suck someone in and watch them they just slowly d- disappear like a tray you in the sw- quicksand um,
1: speaking of sucking people in uh smoothmobiles.com get on it people anyway Moving right along, we no more did play... prickly pears. <laughs> uh, speaking of ball games, we played another game, and this one we put the little ad up and streamed it live on Twitch. So which we had is my a few first people experience watching
0: on the other side of the Twitch fence. Yes, and uh, yeah, we had
1: quite a few few people watching. A couple of comments, which was great. Uh, What did we play? I can't remember.
0: Oh, fuck. Um,
1: Obviously it wasn't very significant.
0: No. I feel like it was kind of like something we played before. Like it felt a little bit samey.
1: Yeah. Like there there were aspects of this game that were very, very familiar.
0: It's like we knew what we were doing, but we also fundamentally did not.
1: But it was fun. I had fun. It's hard to, well, it's hard to say all this while I'm staring at you with that giant fuck-off trophy behind you in the prime position just to, yep, just to remind me that it's currently in
0: your capable hands and not mine. If it's, I don't know whether I mentioned this last time, but it is also on the background of all my work meetings.
1: (laughs) That I didn't because my
0: work PC is literally next to where I'm sitting right now because mm-hmm. my nerd room and my home office are the same space. Um, so I there has been a number of inquiries whilst <laughs> in the middle of meetings where they're like, Can I just stop you for a second? What is the giant fist behind you? <laughs> and to which I explain, Whatever they do in their, their spare time, I don't question yeah
1: you have a giant fist for your spare time.
0: This is it um yeah, so no that that has come up a couple of times.
1: Excellent, well, that's what I want to sit here. so the giant giant trophy is for said Fisticuffs cuffs competition. It is it's, the cup it is the cup. It's a giant fist with knuckle dusters, like it's bigger than
0: my actual fist, yes
1: uh it goes in smoothly and
0: there is a certain point where adult toys stop being named after cute animals and start being named things like ramrod <laughs> <laughs> it falls into that size size of, you know if we're going to compare it to other Objects of a similar shape, like it's not going to be named uh, a, a squirrel, no, or a, no, rabbit, no, none of that, no. Uh,
1: said trophy is is the one that we we run for our blood bowl league and uh, gets to travel after each season to hopefully a new home, new destination, and hopefully everybody gets to hold said fist at some point. But uh, what we did play was Blood Bowl, but, but not Blood
0: Bowl. Not Blood Bowl, but Blood Bowl, but not, but it was, but it was different. It was Sevens. Like blood Bowl Sevens, guys. Let me just.
1: breathe Sevens. So recently, now Blood Bowl 7s is a game that has been around for quite some time. The While the lull from GW in supporting Blood Bowl was going on, the NAF did release Blood Bowl 7s rules and they did keep it going. And it's one I've heard about a lot.
0: See, I honestly, I knew it was a thing. I knew it existed. I hadn't actually been that interested I hadn't heard anyone really going off the deep end about it like it was always one of those like like the stunty league mm-hmm. like dungeon bowl like a couple of people occasionally did a thing and that was as far as I'd heard
1: no look I I definitely heard it around the traps a lot and a lot of people are very 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 keen on it. And I hadn't looked into it in any great detail. But what happened is a couple of weeks ago, GW released uh, their new book, which is Death Zone.
0: It is Death Zone.
1: Death Zone. Okay, cool. I, I keep getting Death Zone and Dead Zone in my head. And Dead Zone is a Stephen King book. Uh, and they released a pitch for it. And so being a blood bowl, being a pitch,
0: I had Ooh. to buy it. And to be fair, so Death Zone also includes a bunch of other rules for standard Blood Bowl. Oh, absolutely. In the yep. It's got mercenaries. Um, it's got a bunch of extra um, inducements, different weather charts, other pitches, a whole bunch of extra rules. They redid the giant rules as a um, player. So that's in there. Okay. Um, so, it, And as part of this, just a little bit towards the back, Going oh also here's the rules for blood bowl sevens mm-hmm. and also here's a pitch because it's a different pitch. Yes,
1: so in my purchasing in the last fortnight, I did pick up said book. I have not actually gone through the rest of it. I just sort of straight away flipped to the sevens, and we, as we discussed, we were going to play. What what did we know about sevens? I knew that there were seven people aside.
0: Yes. That,
1: that was it. I, I knew from the pitch that the pitch was smaller.
0: Oh, yeah. Also that. Um, That's about it. At, that was, going that into was it. all that I knew. Yeah, no. Seven players, smaller pitch. Mm-hmm. Rules-wise,
1: it's pretty similar. Most of the rules are exactly the same. The team generation, you have 600000 to buy your team rather than a uh, 1000000 And you are allowed a maximum of four positionals on your team. So whatever race you are taking, whatever the non-standard lineman equivalent is, you are only allowed four of anything else total. So it doesn't mean if you're playing Black Orcs, you can have four Black Orcs and a troll. It means you are restricted to three and a troll, or four Black Orcs.
0: But no troll. But no troll. Yeah, so, Mac, so. maximum of eleven players. Rerolls can only be purchased during team creation, and the thing I actually really liked about the the way they explain it is sevens is kind of the amateur version of Blood Bowl. It's like if Blood Bowl is the pro league, sevens is the the amateur weekend. College work, football, college—not even maybe that. Not even that. Like, it, it's kind of the you know the corporate cup. Um, yeah,
1: it's yeah. kitty league.
0: Yeah. Almost. So they basically say, "Look, team training—not a thing we do a lot of round here. So you can only buy it at team creation because you're probably not going to do any after that initial one, and it costs double." Yeah.
1: So straight away your rerolls are costing like uh, at least hundred thousand are there any yeah. I don't know if there are any rerolls that cost forty thousand no I don't um, think so so, so yeah you 100, looking...
0: 120 thousand yeah. kind of as a pretty standard
1: out of your six hundred thousand that's a sizable
0: charge that is an investment um
1: so for our team creation we just ignored them we played Blood bowl without
0: rerolls I feel like that's the correct way
1: to do it I feel like it is too
0: like it certainly added a whole
1: new element to the game.
0: If if the amount of teams that I also sent to you as messages,
1: <laughs> so yeah, after the Marvel United messages stopped, whole Hyper Bowl Seven messages started. What about this team?
0: What about in, this team? In my defence, <laughs> we had decided that we were going to play sevens. I had started doing some investigation on how team creation works and what the difference in the rule were, and started to, to dig around a little bit. And I, I had that moment where I'm like, I wonder, what, I wonder what a team actually looks like. Like if you actually wanted to create this, what what would happen? And so I created one for, you know, Dark Elves off the back because I've got a Dark Elf team here. I really want to play at some point. And then I went, yeah, okay, that works. But also I have, what have I got painted? Because it's nice to have painted stuff. What does a corn team look like? What does a Kislev team look like? Ooh, what else could I do? Oh, maybe I could do this. I've got Black orcs. What does Black Orcs look like? Um... So you may have received, yeah, uh, at least one team for most of the available races.
1: (laughs) It was actually quite fun. Like I enjoyed those messages and it just sort of proved that you were kind of
0: excited. It was just, just, just a touch. But like chaos running Guides, you can get three big guys out of your four positionals. If the fourth guy is a goblin. And then it's just human renegade linemen. that catch you three big guys in a seventh pitch. that's like nearly half the team that are big guys <laughs> that's scary.
1: oh dear, but uh, it sounds you know the the six hundred thousand sounds limiting, but there's actually a lot you can do with it and what did we end up? We ended up playing. I decided to take my old school Skaven models because Skaven are awesome. And I could. I ran a couple of ideas and I went, okay, well, what I really want to do is I've got a runner, throw blitzer. And then I went, okay, I'm going to grab a second blitzer as my fourth positional rather than try and get the gear in there. And that gave me enough cash for five Skaven, which meant I had reserves. I had nine all up. And that was 600,000 right on the money. And you chose Necro.
0: I did. We So after I'd sent you 1,000 teams, I, I, I sort of went, all right, well, here's my issue. There are lots of teams that I would now like to try, Um But also I feel like we're streaming this. It's, you know, maybe going to be some pictures. We should probably make it look a little bit pretty. Maybe I should pick something painted. Here are my painted options. And out of that, effectively, we've got Necromantic, Chaos Dwarves, corn, Kislev. Other, the painted sort of done ones. There are a couple I could probably cobble together if I pulled my finger out. Um... Dark elves, lizard men, um, and there's some a whole bunch of other stuff that is currently either unpainted, unassembled, or both. And you went well, oh, out of that. I'd probably take necromantic, and at that point in time, I hadn't made a necromantic team. And I went, oh. and they are one of those teams where you actually have options. Like there's more than one positional. So you and a big guy. there's
1: four. Necros are, are one of these teams, and Like They they suffer in this a little bit in the the 1 million normal standard blood bowl in that they have four positionals.
0: You can't take them all.
1: You can't take them all, not with the the cash that you've got. So reducing that down to 600,000 was going to be interesting. But what we had
0: was two werewolves, two golems, and a handful of zombies just fill with zombies. So I got yep. my four positions. Um, and look, there were some, there was some hard choices there. I wanted to put the whites in cause actually having block would be useful, but no hands when you only have seven players it was one of those. Like it was a, I get a little bit more hit, but I lose the ability to pick up the ball with the player. Um, arguably I can't pick up the ball with a flesh column anyway. So is there any difference? I don't know. Um, and then the ghouls again have a reasonable amount of speed, dodge off the bat, can be a good ball handler, frees up your werewolves to do some punching, um, but in the end, it went fuck it. Let's just put two strength four guys out there, so I've actually got some some hitiness, mm-hmm. and the werewolves do everything. We'll just rely on them completely. Um,
1: and fair enough too. Yeah, those werewolves were nuts. So, we started streaming, and we sort of played around with it. Now, you can check out the stream, it is up on Twitch, you can watch it there, it's a bit over an hour added with our ramblings at the end, and the whole game is streamed, which is something if you're curious about how Blood Bowl 7s plays, with two guys who are reasonably competent with Blood Bowl, but had never played 7s before by all means, jump on and check that out. The basic game went, uh, you won the toss and mm-hmm. elected to kick. Yes. Uh, so setting up the blood bowl sevens, you need there's two lines of scrimmage. So you have one and your opponent has one and they're sort of like a third of the way down the field.
0: Yeah. And I, I have to assume that was a, a conscious decision after they played on just like a smaller blood bowl pitch and realized it was too silly mm-hmm. when you only had seven players and nearly half of them were on the line getting punched turn one, that you actually need to separate them a little bit. But it made sense. Like it, it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it, it just... worked
1: with the. Because my, my concern. Was with a gutter runner moving nine, can go for it twice. Like he can pretty much make it all the way almost to the end zone on a standard pitch. Mm-hmm. Now, if he was starting halfway down in a Blood Bowl seven pitch, that's, well, that's the a, other issue. That's a definite score on, on one turn. So uh, I was really pleased in that you know, they sort of start a third of the way back. You've got to have three guys on your line of scrimmage, but the other side and then everybody else behind, you can only have one person on in each wide area, or wide mm-hmm. zone. Uh, so to a maximum of two and everything else, we just
0: kind of ran the same. Yep. So
1: the weather table, uh, the kick yep. scattering.
0: Yep. The kick-off table is slightly different, mm-hmm. but only a fraction. um, so, there, I mean, there are, there are a couple of a couple of fundamental delay, and not fundamental, but slight differences in that there is their own kickoff table, there is their own um, injuries table. So they've kind of streamlined the injuries piece. Um, they've streamlined things like apothecary. So there's slightly simpler rules for a lot of those, um, but equally, it kind of if you lean into this idea of amateur competition all of it makes sense. Yep. Like the injuries, like you're either dead, you're not playing next game or you're probably fine. Um, like that's it because there's no, no, like the doctor piece with apothecaries, it basically turns into regeneration. Like on a yep. four plus, you're okay. Otherwise you're out. Um, it, it does simplify a lot of stuff. And probably the other key thing, which we'll get into later, but, there are no star player points. Mm -hmm. There are no star players in this game. Um, Everyone's a bit shit. So effectively, you don't worry about star players and that's why some of those kickoff tables have changed because Mm -hmm. you can't get... Like the Preston Nuffle table is different because you can't get star player points, so there's no point having those ones in there. Um, There's a little bit of that. At the end of each game and I'm jumping ahead, but you literally just pick a player, they randomly get a skill, or you can randomly pick a player and they can randomly get a secondary skill. That's it. That's all of the star player point type things.
1: No MVP, um, no points for hitting or
0: touchdowns or anything. No. One person gets a skill. And then the second they get a skill, if you're playing in a league, they could get drafted to an actual team, and you lose them. It's the best. Um, The other thing, and I need to stop. This is the the possibly the coolest thing. I don't know what's playing in the background, but that's the second coolest thing. Is that the background? (laughs) Is that me or you? Anyway, no, it'll be me. That's the best. Almost as good as some of the music we had playing during sevens. but they said, look, the the point system for buying players and, you know, filling out your team is exactly the same. We're not giving players a different value, we're not changing anything. We call them gold coins in Blood Bowl, but this is an amateur league. It's more fun if you call them copper coins. So they're not they're not gold pieces, they're copper pieces. The same value, the same everything, the same numbers. Just call them, and that's a little bit in the book, and it just warmed the cockles of my heart. Just It sets the the whole tone of what is going on. It is,
1: yeah. Everything's just a bit cheap. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so we set up, um, you kicked me. Turn one, I managed to get my thrower on the ball, Uh, moved a couple of people up, punched a couple of people, And then realized that my gutter runner was sitting more or less near your line of scrimmage, but behind a couple of guys. So I threw it to the gutter runner. He caught it. Happy days. Turn two, or your turn one, you punched a couple of people, but didn't quite get in. You got people next to my gutter runner, but that was about it. Uh, So turn two, all of a sudden, I'm in scoring range. And all I need is a couple of dodges to get through. And we scored in turn two, which is not overly... It's not impossible. It's not
0: unheard of. It's not... Well, it's not
1: out of the ordinary for Skaven in a normal game. But I don't generally play a lot of faster teams when I'm playing. So I found myself a little bit confused that I was so close so quickly. But what I needed, I needed three dodge rolls. To make the Mm -hmm. touchdown, I needed a three plus, a three plus, and then a two plus. First roll, I rolled a three. Happy days. Happy days. Second roll, need a three plus again. I roll a one. But gutter runner has dodge. They
0: have dodge. It's fine.
1: So re roll, five. And then two plus. What did I roll? I rolled a six, baby. Straight in for the touchdown. One nil to Skaven. In my turn, turn
0: two. two. Probably worth calling out at this point in time. Um, as well as a smaller pitch, we're playing slightly smaller halves. So they're six turn, not yes. eight turn halves. Mm-hmm. So we're already a third of the way through the first <laughs> the half. Ga-
1: the game is just smaller in every aspect, which is cool. Uh, um, so I kick to you. You get the ball and cage up. So Two golems. Bit- at the front, two zombies at the back, a werewolf in the middle with the with the ball, and then a couple of guys either side. That worked, definitely worked. Skaven are hard hitting enough. Uh, I do have block on both my blitzes, which definitely helped. Yep, but uh, couldn't quite get through. And that werewolf has an eight movement and the ball.
0: Yeah, he's in frenzy. So can blitz in frenzy. Yep. Um. Yeah.
1: So that was a turn four touchdown to you. And, so,
0: and I think this is the point we kind of stopped and went, oh, shit, if this is the how the game's going to go, where it's your two, you get two turns, I get two turns, you get two turns. <laughs> like, this could be silly.
1: It, it already was very silly. Uh, so turn six, I had the ball not 100%. Sure, on the scenario because I didn't write that down. But what I did roll is I needed to dodge away on a blitzer. I think I needed to dodge him away to be able to throw the ball to him. Uh, but the dodge failed, and he fell on his ass. And that was the end, pretty much of of the first half.
0: Yeah, we were done. Like yeah. thirty minutes into the game, we'd played a half. We'd already scored two, like a touchdown each.
1: Yep. And, you know, there was some bashing going on on Earth at either side. Uh, so, you've received the ball. And then your werewolf, same sort of thing. Sees an opportunity, has two go for it rolls, and gets into the touchdown. So, it's
0: 2-1. Yep.
1: Kicking to me. And this is where things kind of fell apart a bit for the Skaven. Now, admittedly, a lot of that was my fault.
0: I, I... But
1: admittedly, that's kind of the Skaven way. <laughs> so I have a habit. Um, I play, well, when I did play 40k, I had a Chaos Army, which was all uh, converted with Skaven heads and Skaven tails. And... I love Skaven, but I couldn't justify buying shitloads of models to play fantasy. But I had played one game of fantasy using somebody else's models, and I love the fact that the Skaven just didn't seem to care who died as long as other people on the other team died. Yeah. So, you know, they, have, they had rules in fantasy about that
0: they could fire on their own units, for example. Yeah, you could shoot into combat and all yeah. that kind of fun. It was it was good.
1: So my chaos army ha- took a lot of plasma weapons and anytime I could roll that extra dice and have more of a chance of overheating that yeah, plasma weapon, and the blowing it up, I would totally take it. My, I have a lot of dice in general because I like Just, dice. I have a lot of dice for blood Bowl. I have a lot of specialized dice. I have a dice which is a specialised sprint dice. So when you're going for it or sprinting, as it's now called, you move an extra spot. You roll a d6. If it's anything other than a one, you're
0: happy flies.
1: My go for it dice has a little man falling flat on his head on the one, and then every other side is a number. I use that dice a lot this game. In, that, in fact, I think I used it five times from memory. I rolled four
0: In at ones, least, yeah.
1: Four ones out of five times. And so a lot of Skaven just ended up falling on their backs and hurting themselves. And it just, it became too much fun for me not to do.
0: And like there was a moment there, probably after the second one, where I'm like, "You can just roll a regular dice, um, and also, no. you know, no. like <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I don't know where I read this, like somewhere back in the day, that somebody super competitive worked out that like specialized dice where you've got a symbol or, or a different thing, like dice. Proper dice are weighted, so they're supposed to have an even distribution of what they Mm -hmm. are So the second you start fucking with that, you change the likelihood of something landing, like which side lands face up. So Mm -hmm. if you have a specialized dice, there is actually a, and it's probably very minute in the grand scheme of things, right? But there is this ever so slight chance that the specialized face will be face up than if it was just a regular dice. So we had this conversation as well, and you said, "You maybe. And the answer I got was very similar to the one I got after I sent you old man Logan. (laughs) And you Uh, said, nay.
1: Nay. I said nay in a different way. I said no. Uh, The funny thing is, too, with talking about that, and that kind of makes a little bit of sense, too. But like I said, I've got a lot of specialized dice for Blood Bowl, and they're all for
0: bad things. Yeah, it's the boneheads and really stupids. yeah,
1: Always hungry. Uh, I don't have a Treeman one, which I'd probably need to get, but uh, for the Take Root. Like a Take Root, yeah. Uh, Chainsaw. Yeah, maybe all these maybe
0: for the take root sign, you could just have the symbol, the corporate symbol, to smooth my balls.
1: <laughs> yes. Which is what? Is it a tennis ball? I'm have not we sure. That out. I'll, is it a cactus? I'll, I'll, I'll find that out. You need somewhere. to inquire. Yeah. All right. You're in. You're in with this company. You Cut need to dice. inquire. Alright. Anyway, by the end of the game, uh, or even a round or two before that, I had four Skaven left on the pitch and which I was two one down. And that's pretty much how it ended. So quick and easy, like we said, like it took an hour to play the game. It was incredibly fun. Like it just I got a real kick out of it because I got the kick from being Blood Bowl. But it's also simpler. Not that Blood Bowl's overly complex, but it was definitely simpler and quicker. And I think it's probably a good gateway drug to the actual game.
0: Blood Bowl, flat out. Amazing game. Let's let's just draw a line in the sand on what my opinion is here. Like, the game is fucking good. But a few complaints that people other than me may have about the game. It takes too long. It gets too confusing. And that confusion is generally because you have a lot of different rules from skills into playing, mm-hmm. or you have a lot of... Like you get those real scrum moments where you're trying to work out who's supporting who for each side and who has guard and who's this and all that kind of jazz.
1: The sort of things that will take you a little while to get your head
0: around. And once you do, you're fine. Yeah. But they, they can be a thing. Um, that, no, that's about it. Um, there, but they're the two major sort of issues. It's like, fuck it. It's still a two plus hour game. Mm -hmm. And some bits are pretty, pretty fucking confusing. And what we've done here is, but also I think with blood bowl, like it really, and probably I don't want to say disappointingly, I don't want to say for right or wrong, but it, yes, it screws everybody, mm-hmm. but it rewards careful players. Yeah, I would say. Um, so, all things are equal, the better player should win, um, unless something. Absolutely fucking wacky happens, but you kind of have to allow for that too. Um, Sevens, the game took us an hour. It's a a seven player team, which is not an investment. Like you you can do that with a box because you don't need the extra positionals because you can't run a full optimized team. Mm -hmm. So suddenly the buy-in is the box team kind of deal. The game only goes for an hour. You only have seven players, so you don't have those real scrummy moments and you don't have super developed teams, so you don't have the complexity of all the the interplay of each of those rules and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Stuff happens fast, so you don't get those really kind of slow grindy games where nothing happens for for 16 turns. Um, Yeah. so the other thing that is really, I think one of the biggest sellers for blood bowl is those hail Mary moments where it's deep in, deep in the, the last half you're down, you've got to do something fucking bullshit to pull it out of your ass. And you know, you just, you're out of rerolls. You just have to roll dice and hope and, The thing with sevens is, like, in 90% of the teams that I have created, there are no rerolls. Every single dice roll counts. Yep. Your sphincter puckers every single time you've got to roll dice. Because if your opponent gets the ball, they're probably close to scoring distance. So, it gives you this super high level of kind of suspense and tense, like tension every time you want to roll the dice. And that's the bit about Blood Bowl that is really super cool. Um, and the whole fucking game is like that. It's yeah. just, you you're fucking making little diamonds. It's,
1: the only thing, the only thing that this game was missing, and it was just our game, it wasn't the game in general, but what I really wanted to see. Was I wanted to see the ball go out of bounds, and the crowd just throw it all over the place? Because with two D six, you could God, it would get ping the pong. ball yes. like ping pong all over the place. And whenever the ball went out, I think it
0: only went out like twice in it our game. Went five squares in exactly the same direction both times. Yeah, yeah. Like, but. and I think like the NAF version for the the kick as an example is that you roll two dice and you take the lower one. Yep. to stop the chance of a touchback happening. Mm-hmm. But also I kind of like, so we didn't use that because we were playing kind of the GW dub rules. And we had a bit of a hunt and we couldn't see anything that changed the kick rule. No. So we just played it as per Blood Bowl. Um, and I kind of really like this whole idea, again, leaning into this amateur competition of some guy lining up a kick, try you know, pulling up your stop and pulling up your socks, fucking do doing the big run in punting this and he just going sideways <laughs> and just, you know, some guy with a beer belly on the side, just like slapping his forehead again. And it was, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: look, it was, the game was done and dusted pretty quickly, but there was an hour worth of fun in that game.
0: And uh, Yeah. And, and I feel like there's this, Extra, so you still get a little bit of the team progression afterwards. You still get money at the end of it. You still get a skill. You have yeah. only got seven players. You only need a skill. Fuck, you're getting a skill every single game anyway. This is this is a good thing. Um, but even those things add an extra level of tension where you could lose the good players, mm-hmm. um, and you may not have enough to buy back a good position. Um, you know, journeymen get a little bit shitter. There are alone a of five plus rather than a learner four plus. I just, I, I feel like it just ups the ante in every single way. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: Though the learner's not
0: going to really matter if you don't have re-rolls. Oh, well, and this is where the kickoff table actually matters because yeah. all of a sudden you might get a re-roll. Now, interestingly, that sucker only lasts for the drive, yes. not, not not the half. The half. So there's another fundamental change there. Like, if you get one, you've got to fucking use it. There's no hanging on to this sucker.
1: I think we both got one each during the course of the game. And I don't know that the rules actually helped us. No, probably
0: not. You would have used yours for a sprint. Um, <laughs> probably.
1: Uh, so we did the random uh, skill-ups. I decided to just chuck mine on a, a lineman, uh, which gave him dirty player. So that I'm a rat team. For me here. Yeah, look, you know, I, I decided on my fisticuffs imperial team just to go hell for leather with the random skills, and so two of my guys have dirty player on that team now which means that I'm going to have to start fouling because it's not something I usually go for. Uh, but you went with
0: a werewolf. I did. And, and rolled catch, which is yes. not a bad thing for, no, for it's a not, game look, like it's, this. it's not what I was looking for, but yeah. I got it. And I went, you know what? I can work with that.
1: And I do like the fact that the, all the skills are random. You've got no choice about choosing what you want. You, you yeah. know. Your players don't really know what they're doing and all of a sudden they find themselves better
0: at something that they weren't expecting. It's accidental skills. I, I mm. fucking love it. It's this moment where they're just like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm good at that. When did that happen? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's... So,
1: overall thoughts?
0: I honestly have not been this excited about a game for a while. I am you know, looking at the opportunity of being able to play multiple games a night. Yep. Like, if, if I can get permission to go and play a two-hour game of Blood Bowl, I can play two games of sevens. They could be against one person. They could be against two people. Fuck, that's two out of however many games in a league yes. that you bash out in a night. You could do a six-person league over two nights in a weekend. Yep. Like it opens up so much potential. I think it has a, a really good way to introduce people to the game. Um, and honestly playing in the actual leagues that we've been playing. And when I say actual leagues, like it's not like we take it super serious or anything, but one of the fundamental challenges has been the length of the game and the complexity and actually being able to, where everybody's got kids and families and fucking jobs and all that other shit go for How do I get time to travel, play, travel home, remember to record all my shit, Fucking throw it in a website, get it wrong, have Brett edit it, <laughs> messages to tell we got it wrong, re-edit it, find out we got it wrong a third time and then just have him do it for us. Um, like it takes so it's much of that, that out.
1: It's it's a full evening really Yeah, for your yeah. game.
0: That's it. It's kids to bed and then I'm playing Blood Bowl until I go to bed, yeah. um, which and I'm good with. Yeah.
1: We've had a couple of people throughout the leagues that have enjoyed the game but have had to drop out of uh, like the subsequent leagues because of the time.
0: Investment, yeah. Yeah. it's. And I also feel like we've had a number of people that have come into the game and have really liked the game but have also jumped straight into a league and yes, we've organised them to play yourself and me and whoever else at the start but at some point, pretty quickly you throw them in the deep end because they're playing against someone else who's has a similar level of experience. And that game that would be two hours for us is three plus hours Mm -hmm. as they look up every rule or message us every time something comes up and sends us photos to go, wait, who's actually assisting here? Um, So all those things. So, so much less of that, or even if it happens, it happens less because there's less players and the game's still done yep. in, in plenty of time. Uh, I, I feel like it takes some of the seriousness out of it. Like there's only so much you can do when everything is random. The pitch mm-hmm. is small, like you don't have any rerolls, So you're not really managing resource per se. That resource is only players. Um, and you can, it's, it, you can play fast and loose because you're going to get the ball back pretty fucking quick. Yeah, Like no one's no one's slowly dwarfing their way up the pitch. Because it's pitch not that, that slow. Big. No. So even if you're a dwarf player, shit, and then if you try to stall, if you try to hold it, if you try to grind, well. That's not going to happen much
1: either because people can get to you much, much quicker.
0: This is it. Um, oh yeah. It, uh, yeah. I have made almost a team for every le- race in the league like, available. <laughs> I am levels of... That's the other thing, right? So, it's an hour game. You can try teams out. yeah, And you can give them a couple of games and see how they go. You know they're not going to um, really expand above their starting skills too much. You'll get a couple, but probably not heaps. Um, so, I feel like what you start with is almost what you get. Yep. Um, Which means that you can try shit out and play a game. All right. That was an hour. That was interesting. I'll make a new team. We'll do something different. We'll chuck some different positions in there. Um, We're excited. um, There's a lot lot of fun. So I had not made any purchases since our last, and I feel like my last update was a little bit purchase heavy. I bought a lot of shit. You'd made a few. So I, have, I haven't I have bought anything since our last recording. We played this game, and so I've bought Death Zone in a pitch. <laughs> um, I've ordered that now. Excellent. I, I literally, that night, I got home at whatever time and messaged Rich and went, all right, your next order. I want this <laughs> and this. Um, yeah, oh, it's cool. – yeah. I feel like it is just an accessible, fast, fun version of Blood Bowl that was already a pretty accessible, fast, fun game. It just, it just takes all the good bits and just turns them up to fucking 11. So much so that,
1: that we've already worked out that the next season of our cuffs will be a sevens league. Now, Half of this was because we already have three brand new players on board for next season and the idea of teaching them a quicker, easier way, which will get them the base knowledge of Blood Bowl, but you without the, up. too much of the confusion.
0: Yeah, you can, you can bounce up to Blood Bowl from Sevens pretty quickly. It, it wouldn't be a hard transition. And, like, I flick back to the, the session that we had that was – Amazing fun with um, Fox and Shaz. Yep, teaching them, Burnsy, like awesome day. But I watched their brains melt. Yep, over the course of those games, you're not going to have that. No, there's, there's none of that shit. It's
1: admittedly there. There was
0: a lot of drinking the night before for them as well. But yeah, and I mean, sort of... so I mean, I watched their brains melt and they like, get up in the morning. But. Um, <laughs> But I feel like this just makes it easier. It just makes it easier to play. And at the moment, like where I'm at in everything, making things easy to play is an Mm -hmm. absolute win in my book. Yep. Like if I don't need to memorize that ridiculous rule book full of stuff and, you know, overthink every possible interaction with every model on the board, fucking win. Yep. Done. So,
1: Fisticuffs next season, Blood Bowl sevens. It is happening. We have already nine players on board. We, if you are in the Geelong area and you want to try out sevens, uh, bear in mind, we just play for shits and giggles. This is not a what is the ultimate sevens net team that I can find
0: we are just going to have a bit of fun. We're going to teach some players how to play. and, this and is it. There's a bunch of new players coming in this, right? So there's, there's at least three new players mm-hmm. coming in on this and it's just going to be easier for them to get into an awesome game. And so I also feel like this is the this is the opportunity for where you've been sitting there, you've been going, oh, shit, I like Blood Bowl, but oh, it's, a, it's a big buy-in, it's hard. I'm going to need to get two boxes of shit or find other models and Can I fit another game in? Yes, you fucking can. Play Sevens, get a box of shit, join a league. You'll fucking love us for it. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) We do do take a little
0: bit of pride in how laid
1: back and casual our league is. Almost. Well, I don't. Uh, But almost casual to the point of being ridiculously (laughs) so. Which I'm is why we we need to get a hang up uh, a speed speed on for the current season. Yeah,
0: <laughs> let, let's light a fire under that bastard. Yeah, um, I, I'm still it. not entirely sure which team I'm going to play. There's, there's still some options. It will depend what other people decide to pick up because I feel yep. like some variety is a good thing. Yes. Um, and even if we do end up running what I think I'm going to end up running, I'm not sure what the roster is going to look like yet.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm hopeful. I'm pretty sure that my team will happen. Touch wood. Uh, just reliant on one outside factor at this stage. But I undercoded them just in case. <laughs> Um, that's about it for, for me, for sevens, just play it. If can, you want to play it, contact us. I can say us. more.
0: Yeah. If you want to play Blood Bowl, just pick this, pick this bastard up. I okay. mean, the only frustrating bit, right. Is that you actually need the Blood Bowl rule book as a starting point and then death zone to explain what the rules are, like yes. the differences. Or you need somebody who knows it. I mean, that's the other option, right? Yeah. Um, Because the other piece of this is like if we're going to run a league with sevens, most people have got blood bowl pitches because we've been playing full standard blood bowl. We're going to need to knock up some sevens pitches, but that's not difficult. Um, But it's just one more of those things. It's like if you bought the blood bowl box, you would still need to buy a $70 sevens pitch. Something like that, yeah. Plus the extra book, which is a bit of a pain in the dick. Or you get a little bit creative with the arts and crafts. And, you know, you get your 3D printing. You paper mache some shit. I don't know. Um,
1: As, uh, look, it's it's a Blood Bowl pitch. I had to have it. I think I'm sitting on about 15 or 17 pitches at the yeah, moment. Yeah, so. I am not, but
0: it's a Blood Bowl pitch of a different size. <sighs> and they're bringing them back. They are bringing them back. I am all over this. Are you going to get the Backstreet one?
1: The Backstreet's back? Yeah. Uh,
0: no, oh. um,
1: I'm more for the bye 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 one myself. Uh, this or today, the chaos chosen uh pitch went back up for pre order, which means they're going through it. This is the second one they've redone, yeah, which means that the one or two you
0: don't actually have that I don't have will eventually. Which, and so- I'm
1: thinking dark elves because I want the kraken. Kraken ship pitch and I want
0: the undead one so the question is though will they then release themed sevens pitches I'm in a lot of trouble if they do I wouldn't put it (laughs) past them I wouldn't put it past them did they also did I see right because I didn't really pay a lot of attention right but did they re-release the chaos chosen dice but make them slightly different different colors yes how's that that?
1: working for you (laughs) i'm okay yeah i have i have the original chaos chosen dice so i'm okay at this stage but uh there are a couple i missed out on and if they pop up then uh, maybe we talk
0: maybe i go talk to bradley or something anyway oh, I can i <sighs> also say so yes. here's the other thing right is that there are a number of teams that I have thought of I wanted. I wanted to paint. I wanted to build. I wanted to convert and stuff like this. And if we talk, like, I usually paint a new team for each league that we do, but the leagues go for however long. And it's a lot of models. It's not, but it's it's some models, right? 11 plus. The maximum number of players on a sevens team is 11 and in a lot of instances, there's no way you're getting to that. You're talking eight models yep. and the seasons go faster. The ability to knock out a team for this and do cool shit. Like I had team ideas in the back of my brains going one day I will get to that. That day may come real quick. If we yes. start, this is a serious thing.
1: There are, there are teams that I'm considering
0: playing that I have
1: not considered playing before. Uh, and yeah, no. The only, only trick is to get those painted quickly, because uh, yeah, Blood Bowl sevens. We are looking to start up this next season, probably around the middle of the year, so maybe around late July, uh, late June, early July. Yeah, it looks. So we... It's a bit of time for me to paint, but I still need At to decide on the color three scheme. Three teams. <laughs> My current rate, maybe I'm sitting on sixty-one models this year, so. Another couple of Bob Bowl 7s teams, that'll push me up to close to
0: 100. See? Everybody can, wins.
1: Can be done. All right. Let's put a pin in that sure. because I'm sure people don't want us to rave about things too much. Uh, let's talk about what's on. So what's on in Geelong and the surrounds? Uh, kindly brought to you by smoothmyballs.com.au. For the smallest, smoothest balls. Your partner will thank you. Your mum will thank you.
0: Your partner's mum will thank you. Yeah.
1: Uh, So a couple of things that are on. So we have talked about the Hobby Homies autumn painting cop briefly. That is still on, goes till the end of May. Still time. It's still, it's a single model. Still time to join in.
0: I panicked for a second there. Um, No, definitely. You still got time to get in it. It's one model. Get involved. Even do the base. Even do the base. Anyone can do a base. In fact, one of the guys
1: right,
0: that has already entered, tragically, I heard about this, his mm-hmm. little, little kid got into his nerd room and is generally good, but just decided to like Godzilla, the piece that he had been working on, like he'd put so many hours into, right? And he's like, wait, there's still time. It's only one model. He started a new piece. Yeah. like that's 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 the kind of you know opportunity there is to just get involved in something. There's no cost, just paint a fucking thing in orange. Absolutely.
1: Uh so that is on uh Warhammer GW. We have a couple of things. We have they are starting up an Age of Sigma slow grow campaign. So if you're intrigued by Age of Sigma, especially now that Age of Sigma, is it three? Third and has, been end, has been, yeah. just
0: been announced. Yeah.
1: It might be something to get along. Bradley at GW is one of the nicest guys and will help anybody
0: out. Also playing uh, sevens.
1: Also playing sevens. Uh, and he's also just announced a, an Underworld League, Underworlds League. So after our last session. That's kinda of got me excited. Mm. It has. I already thinking teams. I really want those vampires to all but they're still bloody
0: Hard to get not them. available. Yeah.
1: Uh but yeah, Underworlds, Age of Sigma, GW. Uh through the dice. There's a couple of things on. They have they are currently running that uh
0: Trashed, Trash, Trash to Trash.
1: Treasure. treasure. Yep. That finishes the end of this month or the first of June, one of those two. Yep,
0: I think he's um, running out of stuff to give away as trash because he basically cleared out his bits box, yep. like his his old model kind of collection. <laughs> he's basically Richie. It, it was all Rich's stuff that was the trash, um, and he's so I I think he's running low. But I, I'm sure that if you were super keen to get involved, he would find you something to paint. Absolutely, the whole Mate, concept.
1: It, this, Rich is the sort of person that will like. Hand you something he off will the have, wall. He will have got something off
0: the wall, like sprayed it for three hours and then hit it with a hammer, and been like, "There's your trash," um yeah. just to make sure you could get involved. um But the whole concept, right? You get is old. Like we've all seen the pro painted models on eBay kind of deal, where you look at it and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, pro yeah, pro painted, um, or you bought secondhand stuff and you get it and you look at it and you go, "Oh god." What have, what have I done? The pictures didn't look this bad. Um, and then you have to give them a metho bath. Um, you should start with that and you've got to make something pretty. Yeah. Pretty. I love it.
1: He's got a pretty mouth. Yeah. Uh, he also has, and I meant to talk to you earlier before we started recording, as to when you might get said episode up. Uh sure. He's got a couple of things on this weekend. Cool. Uh, Sunday in particular is a learn to play 40k game. Well, that's not important. Dave is running, <laughs> uh, which would be a good, good way no, in if you're curious, which I am. Like, I, I wouldn't mind giving 40
0: It's the game that won't go. go away. It's really hard not to sort of. 40k it's, is it's always the there. hobby game.
1: It's there. It's, it's, it's pretty much the
0: hobby game. It is the game. cockroach of hobby games. It's just like if you want to play something, you will always get a game of 40k.
1: And you can learn how to if you go on Sunday.
0: And let's be honest, Dave is an absolute stellar individual who spends a lot of his time building the 40K community. And I thoroughly endorse you supporting anything that he and Rich are doing. Yep.
1: Good. Uh, Richard's also got uh, Infinity Nights going on. Um, He's getting big, big into Infinity, as are other people. As, well, some people have just bought models. Yeah.
0: That's how you do it, right?
1: <laughs> you got to paint them, put them together, paint yeah, them, I've and got actually to paint, play the game.
0: I've got to paint the other stuff first. Oh, okay.
1: Excuses, excuses. Uh, Winter Wipeout is coming as well. <sighs> so big. 28th, 29th of August. If you are not playing in Winter Wipeout, get along. Watch it. It is going to be cool. Uh, other couple of things I want to talk about is Target Acquired. They are running, on the 6th of June, they've got a, an X-Wing tournament on, in Guff in Werribee. And X-Wing's one of those ones which I've got sitting there and I looked at it today as well, just going, geez, I wouldn't mind playing that again. Well, one I'd like to know a bit more about. Uh, but they also have, more importantly, the Geelong Town Open on the 3rd of July.
0: That will be an event. Again, another one of those ones that if you just want to go in and see what this shit is about, that's one to get along to because mm-hmm. you will have a uh, a feast. Yes. I am definitely going to poke my head in. Yeah, I think I have yes. to.
1: We will see. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's about it that I've got. Have you got anything that I haven't mentioned? Oh, so... When I said that you know we have to I have to remember to, to check the events and stuff, you said, well, I've already checked on all the events, so I didn't bother yeah, um
1: well, I'm trying to make you look good, but obviously that's not working
0: no, so what we're talking about learn to play things, the other thing that um is getting spruiked pretty hard at uh throw the dice at the moment, and I think they're doing a Learn to Play Day tomorrow, which I definitely won't This have this out, so probably irrelevant, but I'm sure that they will do more in the future, is Kings of War. Um, so that is the other kind of game that is building some pretty serious momentum Yes, um, over in that space, and I, there are going to be more and more events. Um, and I know a few of the guys are looking at heading up to, if not, so Convic. Is the Kings of War tournament held out at the Burden Park Bowls Club in Springvale mm-hmm. uh, sometime in the next couple of months? Um, but it's a good venue. I've been there. That was where I've had my first ever wargaming tournament experience. Mm-hmm. I have never been so drunk in my life. <laughs> um, And a few of the guys are aiming for um, CanCon, so the the Canberra Gaming Convention next year. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that that stuff looking at. Um, I know Meg's still got the the Learn to Paint display class coming up as well. Go check out um, Arcane Paintworks, although I think her thing's still hacked. Um, But there is an event for that. Message uh, Meg Maples directly if you want more information on when that is and what's going on. Um, and that is about all I can think of off the top of my head since you did all the actual work. Excellent.
1: So we may wrap it up there. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We thought this might be a short episode, but then we ranted about how good Blood Bowl 7 is a bit. It's like Blood Bowl,
0: but like faster and... <laughs> faster. <like> faster. <laughs> And if and there's cheaper. one thing if there's one thing I've been trying to convince my wife of for years, it's that faster is better. One day, one day you may get there. Yeah. Size doesn't count, and faster is better. That's it. Sevens hits every one of those marks, people. Yeah. Everyone is satisfied.
1: You want it's small and quick. You don't want to worry about size, you want it to be fast. And while we're at it, smooth. may as well make it smooth. <laughs> So, thank you for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a follow on Facebook, Insta, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, send us your messages, any questions that you've got, anything you want us to tackle on the the episode. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Like I said, we're doing some bit of streaming at the moment, so Twitch.tv/slash Thoughtless Casual Gaming. And I wanted to just take a moment to thank. Uh, Current sponsors on Twitch, uh, Alice, George, James, Sarah, and Maya. So thank you to those guys. That's awesome and much appreciated. And that's about it.
0: That's all I got.
1: Excellent. Thanks for listening. Laters. Gotcha. Test your mind Test your might. Test your
0: might. Test your <gasps> might. <gasps> Mortal Kombat.
1: back <laughs> <laughs>